Good morning and welcome to the Saji Yoga radio program on 2SERR FM. Good morning. You're listening to the Sahaja Yoga meditation program, as Evelyn just said. And uh, Peter and Lawrence are on the panel and I'm Caroline. <laughs> Today we are very lucky because the group Music of Joy is here with us in the studio, back from their tour in Asia. So we will spend the next hour with them and their memories and of course with their beautiful and enlightening live music. Uh, we would like to also dedicate this program, we would like to dedicate this program to all of you who are listening and also to Srimata Jinil Maladevi, the founder of Sahaja Yoga Meditation. We would like to dedicate the program also to all our friends, Sahaja Yogis from Sydney and around the world and especially to all these Asian uh, Sajogis from Vietnam, from uh, Cambodia, Laos, China, China uh, Chengdu, Gangtsu, <laughs> Beijing, uh, Shanghai, <laughs> and... Uh, Jean-Michel, we only have Chen an hour. <laughs> Thank you, Jean-Michel. Um, music of Joyce Music is aiming at helping people to be in meditation. Or in other words, in a state where you stop thinking, in a complete mental silence. In that state, you feel the peace and the joy within. You feel the beauty of your true self. And you realize your full potential, far away from fears, stress or depression. By meditating regularly, you get every day a little bit closer to the beauty that you all have inside and a little bit further from the weaknesses we don't like in ourselves. Meditation, in fact, is a powerful tool that we, we've forgotten about in the West, in this modern life, but it is a fundamental tool that we need to get back to if we want a peaceful and a meaningful life which takes us higher. These states of meditation of thoughtless awareness is possible thanks to an energy called the Kundalini located at the base of our spine inside the sacrum bone. It's a loving energy that is looking after every aspect of our being. She's complete purity inside you. She's expression of our pure desire to improve, to evolve, to be one with the all-pervading power around us. If you desire it, or you're guided by another person that is Kundalini already awakened, this energy will rise inside you and will connect you to your spirit, to your true self, like a candle enlightening another candle. So now we're going to have the first piece of music from Music of Joy. Jai Jai Bolo 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 Jai Jai Bolo
that was JJ Bolo, a song performed uh, by the music of joy today with us in the studio. It was also written by the music of joy. And um, such, just so that you can imagine what's going on here, <laughs> there's about, um, I don't know how many, but 10 people sitting in about three square meters um, and all beaming, blowing and shining, coming back from this tour in Asia. Um, in a few countries and Lena and uh, John are just um, joining us now to tell us a little bit more about the group Music of Joy and to tell us about their tour in Asia. So I let them catch their breath because <laughs> they're just a few meters from me and um, I'm going to start with John and uh, good morning John. Caroline. <laughs> Thank you all of you for, for coming today and uh, John is a male singer, um, he's also a harmonium player and he's one of the organizers of the tour. And uh, I should probably say that he's also the cement of the group, but I won't say it because I, I know he won't like it. No, it. <laughs> it's true. We'll be talking about this afterwards, Caroline. <laughs> so, um, why did you choose to sing this song today, actually? Um, interesting to know. Uh, it's one of the songs uh, that we... The, we had about 17 songs that we sang on the tour, but there were four songs that we sang everywhere, and that was one of the songs we sang everywhere. It's one of the songs that was written by members of the group. Uh, it's a very joyful song, um, so I can't think of any other thing to say. <laughs> what does it mean, JJ Bolo? JJ Bolo is like praising the quality of Sri Ganesha, who is the deity of the first centre at the base of our spine. And the qualities that we are imbibing in that song are the qualities of innocence and wisdom. Beautiful way to start. <laughs> and um, who is Music of Joy? Music of Joy is a group of people who practice meditation, uh, Sahaja Yoga meditation. And in that meditation, you learn how to be in the present moment. Actually, you don't learn, you just become, you are in the present moment. It's a natural process where a beautiful energy rises inside you and you get out of the past and the future and you're just in the present moment. And so once we've experienced this beautiful meditation, uh, we've also discovered things which will help us be in that present moment. And one of the things is music which is centered. So it's not music which is going to make you overly emotional or dwelling on the past or music that is very aggressive or makes you think and agitated, but it's music that really will put you into that present moment, put you into meditation. So you're saying music is helping you to be in meditation in yeah, that state? Yeah, yes, very much. And why is that? Um, because it's music that has a certain vibration that is uh, good for your spirit, that is good for your soul, um, that, is, that is good for helping you to look inside and not be looking outside. Wow. <laughs> I read in the, in the tour a report on the internet that uh, one of the ladies that attended the program in China, in uh, the city of Huan, sorry if I don't pronounce it well, was very thankful to Music of Joy and uh, to their music. And she was saying that um, she felt the joy in her heart. So what is it in your music that make you feel the joy in your heart? You, it can be really nice if you want. I've got questions for you too, but if you feel like, <coughs> I can sure, see sure. you feel like answering <laughs> that question. Please feel free to um, to jump in. Sure. So, is uh, either of you, what is it that makes the the music, um, the joy in your heart, feeling the joy in your heart? Um, I think it's it really comes from what John mentioned before that when you're not in the past, you're not thinking about oh, I should have done this uh, before, but why didn't I do it? And you're not 
thinking, oh, in half an hour I'm going to remember to do this. But when you are in the present, you really touch your, your spirit, you, your true self. And that's, that's the pure joy, that's the real joy that we can attain only in that present moment. And mm. music is like that, um, especially really balanced, centered music, which is what we always try to seek out in our repertoire that when you are expressing yourself through that music, you, you just can't think, you go thoughtless. And I think also having, having a receptive audience, a really open-hearted, open-minded audience, that you get a certain flow of energy between yourself as, as part of the musical group and the, and the audience, and you get this incredible flow of love, which we've experienced in a most dramatic way on this, on this tour. Mm. which was very enriching for all of us. You make me feel like adding something to what you said. Uh, when you are in the present, you're on, in reality, and that's really the only moment where you're in this reality. That it's the only thing that's, that exists, really, at this point in time. Not anymore in the past that doesn't exist, or in the future that is not there yet. You live in reality. And yes. I suppose the other thing is also when you are in reality, when you're not thinking, your heart opens. And maybe that's why people feel their heart overflowing with this music because your mental facilities are quietened down. And at that moment, it's like when you're out in the mother nature and you see something of great beauty and really it fills your heart and you're actually not thinking about it because you're just in the present moment. Mm. And you start noticing flowers and children. <laughs> that's true. So I just introduced Lina because I didn't. So Lina is one of the three uh, female singers that was on the tour and uh, one of the organizers. Without Lina, I don't think any of the tour would have happened. Oh, no, no. <laughs> She's a great organizer. <laughs> no, no, it was definitely a very collective effort. And it's very beautiful when, when everyone pulls their weight and everything just comes together. Comes together effortlessly. Um, so what was the purpose of the tour, Lina? The purpose of the tour was... Um, <clears throat> to spread this musical joy that we've experienced, uh, to give people the experience of meditation um, and using music as a tool to, for people to really feel that, that joy of their own spirit. And why did you want to give the people an experience of meditation? Uh, well, all of us in the group have been meditating for many years and we know how much it helps us in our daily lives and, and how enriching it is and we just want to share it with everybody. As you said in the beginning, like in one candle enlightening another, and and um, yeah, that's can what we enjoy doing, <laughs> and we get a lot of joy from sharing it as well. Can transform people's life for nothing, very joyfully and effortlessly. Um, and what countries did you go to? We started off in Vietnam, <coughs> and um, after a lightning visit there and two concerts, we went on to to six cities in China. So we covered really the south, the middle little bit to the west in China in, in Sichuan province and then up to Beijing and Shanghai in the very north so we really spanned, uh, spanned right across China which was incredible then we also went to Malaysia uh, did a concert in Bangkok as well Thailand Laos and Cambodia so it was this in how many days 21 days oh my god <laughs> how many trains and planes uh, and 18 buses flights, 18 flights <laughs> And a few bus trips yeah, in between. Trips, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're all heroes. <laughs> Do you know how many people in total attended your program? Just, uh, I'm sure you can't find out, but just roughly an idea. Gosh, I haven't really had time to, to properly land yet and get back to Earth. But I mean, some of, uh, some of the Number concerts... Number of thousands, maybe four yeah. or five thousand altogether. Wow. 
Very impressive. Some venues had up to 800 seats, I think, yeah. that were full. Yeah. Uh, everywhere we went, um, they were overbooked. Wow. So. Yeah. In Vietnam, they had a 300-seat venue and they took registrations on the internet and they took a 1,000 registrations, so they actually had to turn people away and then we had to do another program the next morning just to take those extra people, so that was pretty amazing. That was a great start to the tour. So the audience was reacting very well, obviously. Yeah. The audience was amazing. Yeah. Mm. Can you describe a typical program? What were you doing at the program? Uh, usually we'll have an introduction and then we'll sing five songs. And uh, this started in China. The, one of the organizers in China had an idea that we should uh, introduce the different instruments, which was very popular there. Uh, so he would go around and he would introduce different musicians and get them to explain a little bit about their instrument and then play the instrument. And uh, in the first concert in Guangzhou, even some of the kids came up onto the stage. They were very excited, <laughs> uh, came up onto the stage. They wanted to play the instruments. And... Um, Then uh, after that, we'll sing a few more songs and then we'll sing one song, which is called Zogawa, which has been played on this program many times before, which is a very powerful song for putting people into meditation. And then we'll do a short meditation experience after that. And then a few more songs, a bit of dancing, maybe an African song to finish. Uh, there's one nice song called Haida, which we did sometimes. Then we had some kawalis as well. And uh, usually people got up and danced at the end or otherwise they just sat there and meditated. But uh, that was oh. usually the program. Well, thank you to both of you for coming and speaking. And we will um, have some more um, people of the group coming to talk later on the program. And we are going to experience now one of the things that Sean was talking about, one of those meditations that help your Kundalini to rise. It's called the self-realization process. So if you can, please sit down. Um, that would be really... I think great if you could take that time, this five, ten minutes in your day, just to experience this meditation that could really change your life. So remove your shoes and sit down comfortably. Even if you're listening from the car, it would be nice if you could stop the car. You can sit on the floor or on the chair, on the sofa, it doesn't matter. And put your hands on your lap, palm up. We are going to use our right hand and to position it on some parts of our body on the left side. So put your hand on your left heart, on your heart, on the left side of your body. And here, ask a question to yourself addressing the Kundalini inside you, your inner mother. Mother, who am I? your hand a little bit lower on the rib cage mother am I my own master 
am I my own teacher? Am I my own guru? Put your hand a little bit lower where the leg and the body join together. And from your heart, ask your mother, Mother, please give me the knowledge, the pure knowledge. the knowledge of reality, the pure, unchangeable truth. Mother, please give me the pure knowledge. your hand back below the ribcage the truth is you are your own master so believe it from your heart mother I am my own master I am my own guru Take a big deep breath. The truth is, you're not this mind, you're not this body. You're not the past or the future. You are the spirit, the pure spirit, the pure reflection of the divine. Mother, I am the spirit. the shoulder and the neck join together and turn your head a little bit toward the right. 
this center get affected if you feel guilty. And guilty the myth doesn't help in any way. Stop you from evolving, from seeing reality, from fixing your weaknesses. So just say with your heart, Mother, I am not guilty. I am not guilty. I am not guilty. Mother, I am not guilty. your hand on your forehead and you can rest your head in the in your hand like a little nest mother I forgive I forgive I forgive everyone and I forgive myself Mother, I forgive. Put your hand at the back of your head and turn your head towards the sky, keeping your eyes closed. Mother, if I've done anything against my spirit, Please forgive me. Please forgive me, Mother. And finally, Put your hand on the top of your head, the palm on the fontanel, the soft bone when you were a baby, and stretch your finger towards the sky, giving you a bit of a pressure there. And rotate the full scalp in a clockwise direction. Please, Mother, give me my self-realization. Give me my enlightenment. Please connect me to the whole pervading power, to the love of God. Please, Mother, 
give me my self-realization. Namaste Ganapataye 
a song performed and written by Music of Joy today in the studio with us. Um, we are going to now listen to an extract of a talk of Srimatajinya Maladevi, the founder of Sahaja Yoga. That speech was given during the public program in Auckland in New Zealand in 1992. <coughs> I bow to all the seekers of truth. At the very outset, we have to know that truth is what it is. You cannot change it, you cannot transform it, and you cannot conceptualize it. Also, unfortunately, at human awareness, you cannot know it. Something has to happen to our awareness, as told by all the scriptures, that you have to become the spirit. Unless and until you become the spirit, you cannot know the truth. We see around us the problems of science, how science has not been able to give us the totality of lifestyle which would enrich us, will make us joyous and beautiful. On the contrary, it has created horrible things like hydrogen bomb, oxygen bomb. Also, all kinds of problems of ecology have been developed due to the overactivity of our machineries. <coughs> we have not been able to realize how to balance it and how to make it congenial to human life. The reason for this is very simple, that we have not reached the absolute truth. Absolute means there is the truth which nobody can challenge. Everyone feels the same way. Like you are seeing me wearing a sari here, white color. So now all of you can see that with your own eyes. In the same way, the absolute truth is the one that everybody feels the same way. Now, what is the truth? The first truth is that there is an all-pervading power of divine love around us. You may not believe it, you may believe it. You need not be blind, you need not have a blind faith about it. But I am putting forward before you something like a hypothesis. And if you think it is the truth by experimenting with it, by finding it out, then as honest people you have to accept <clears throat> that there is a power which is all-pervading. And this power exists. We see these beautiful flowers here. And these beautiful flowers, we take them for granted. We never think how this miracle has taken place. Look at our eyes. We never even think how this beautiful camera has been fixed for us. We take everything for granted and that is the reason we do not want to probe into the areas which are very important today 
for us to find out. Firstly, in our evolutionary process, we have come up to a point that we are human beings. And then we are lost. We have not found the Absolute. People are really seeking the Truth. The other day I was reading about people who are now getting frustrated with Christianity and trying to go to Buddhism or want to go to Islam or anything. They are just the same. There's no difference because what Bible is or what Christ is is very different from Christians. What Islam is is very different from Muslims. That's what all of them admit also. What Buddhism is, is very different from the Buddhist. So what they preach, what they talk about. The other day I was reading a book on Islam, I was surprised. He's saying the same thing. Also if you read, say, Buddha, Dhammapad, he says the same thing. Or these Christian sciences people, they say the same thing. But just they say. It's just a mental process. It has not penetrated into our being. It has not become part and parcel of our being. The religion that we follow is not part and parcel of us. If it was, whatever you may be, you may be Christian, Hindu, Muslim, anything, you can commit any sin, you can do what you like. There's no controlling power within you. <clears throat> and this controlling power is your spirit. When you become the spirit, then you become a real Christian, a real Buddhist, and a real Muslim. Because then you can absorb whatever is written there and you become that. Sahaja means, Sah means with, Ja means born. Born with you is the right to be in union with this all-pervading power.
That was Nyaba, a song um, performed today in the studio by Music of Joy. And now we're going to have this uh, powerful voice we were listening, it's Karuna, joining us and Jean-Michel for a little bit more talking about the tour. And um, just before we start, because we give them two minutes to come, I would like you to put your hand on the top of your head, maybe 10, 20 centimeters, and see if you can feel something, like a gentle, cool breeze coming out of your head, a manifestation of your Kundalini awakening. It's very subtle and gentle. If you do feel it, just put your attention there while you're listening to us. Good morning, Karuna. Good morning. Good morning, Jean-Michel. Good morning. It was very impressive. <laughs> so, Karuna, you are um, coming from New Zealand. You're a musical student, right? Yes, that's right. In, uh, where, where do you study? I am currently studying at Sydney Conservatorium of Music, doing a singing degree. Okay. And um, like, do you, did you, were you born with such a voice or did you work on it? <laughs> um, ever since I could remember, I wanted to be a singer. So I think from about three I was singing. <laughs> But I guess it's improved over time, I hope. 
And you're now 20, right? Yes, I'm 20. Okay, so a few years of practice. <laughs> and now um, you practice meditation, right? Yes, I do. And how is it to uh, meditate and being a young woman in this modern world? Oh, well, I think that because I grew up meditating, I'm not quite sure what it would be like if I didn't. <laughs> uh, but uh, I believe that it's really helped. I think it really helps to stable me. And I sort of, if I meditate in the morning, I feel balanced throughout the day and I feel that I can sort of deal with anything that's thrown. So you feel it's helping your studies? Absolutely, definitely helping my studies. Okay. In, in your concentration or what? Uh, uh, in my concentration and in my ability not to stress out, which students very often do at university because there's so much pressure put on us. Hmm. Yeah, so definitely the, and just in general, I feel quite peaceful inside and I, I feel like I enjoy more everything that I do mm. if I have a good meditation in the morning. Same for me. <laughs> if I miss it, I'm like, who is Caroline? <laughs> good morning, Jean-Michel. Good morning. So, Jean-Michel, what is your instrument in the, in the group? Uh, it's not, it's not the, <laughs> the instrument. It is the instruments. <laughs> uh, I've got, uh, people call it a, a magic box uh, with lots of tricks. You know, like little instruments. I've, I'm playing bells, uh, an instrument called the ch chimta, which is a, a percussion instrument. And it's, um, it's played, it's, it's like a, a metal instrument, f fairly long with some kind of bells, um, like, like a tambourine, but extended, which mm. we hit uh, um, the two pieces together. It's fairly noisy. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, if, if Music of Joy is playing and the chimta is not there, I feel something is missing. It's, it's <laughs> the heartbeat of the group. With the, with the drum, I would say, it really is a heartbeat. Um, and Jean-Michel, um, you just spent three weeks um, spreading... In heaven, sorry. Spread, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Sp spreading <laughs> love, meditation, peace to uh, Asia. How do you feel? Um, but do, you, do you want the truth? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm ready for the truth. Personally, the, the peace in the initially was not easy for me because I was, um, I was working too hard before I left. I was trying to prepare the work before going for three weeks away. What, what do you do? When I, I'm an architect. Uh -huh. And uh, so we have to run the office and everything. So for me, it was a, a few days before I could uh, slow down and get into it. But I must say that the first um, stopover in Vietnam was just an amazing. The, the people, uh, there are some sajagis already established there. And people came in, coming to the programs and the overall feeling was so joyful so warm they, they they really poured love on us that that was amazing so within two days i was fine my next question was how do you feel when you're on the stage but i think you're pretty <laughs> on the stage <laughs> that. um i think on the stage i think everyone feels the same we we just forget who we are and what we do we're just in in silence in 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 bliss in blissful joy where I feel that I'm surfing on, on waves of joy. That, that's how I can play music. I'm not a musician. I never done music before. And I just started playing music um, after doing meditation, just out of expression of my joy. So uh, I heard on, on the I read, I should say, on the internet that um, one lady commented that they felt Shumataji's love through your singing. What, who is Shumataji and can you tell us about her love? Shamadaji is the is the sound behind any singing we do. She is the she's the inspiration 
in our meditation because she actually did give us medita- um, a realization. And the realization is the awakening of this motherly energy I- within us. So in a way, she has the, the, the mastering of that energy. So whoever she is, um, is what she is. But the, the truth is, we do have a connection with Shimadaji because she has given us that gift. So we're just trying to pass it on. It, it's, it's an inner knowledge that is universal, ancestral, but it's available today because of Shimadaji. Wow. <laughs> now, Mali, we, we're supposed to have a meditation now, but I think we're running out of time. And um, um, Richard and Lyndon are, m- are moving in the studio. So just to give them a bit of time, I'm going to ask you to put your attention again on the top of your head and just to connect your Kundalini and to this gentle, cool breeze. Maybe if you can close your eyes for a second. Take a few big deep breaths. And just connect with yourself. With your true self. With your spirit. Mother, please come in my heart. Please come in my heart. Please let me feel the truth. The reality. Good morning, Lyndon. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. So, um, Lyndon, I know you speak Chinese, right? Or you speak Mandarin? I do speak a little bit of uh, Mandarin. I wouldn't put myself up as, as a translator, but uh, <laughs> it was quite a handy to have that skill in China. Yeah, yeah I heard. I heard you were really uh, uh, skillful. <laughs> and w- what's your connection with China? Well, I was living in uh, Beijing for three years. I, I uh, moved there in 1995. I was teaching English there at a couple of different universities and I was there for three years. Okay. It was a wonderful time, yeah. Yeah, imagine. Every time I've been to China, I've felt connection there. Um, Lyndon, what instrument are you playing? Well, I'm playing guitar in, um, in the Music of Joy group. I, I play guitar along with Kevin, so we have two guitars. But you also play piano... I, I do play a bit of piano. I, I play in a band. A um, bit? <laughs> You're very humble. So uh, <laughs> we, we have a bit of fun there. I play some rock and roll in a band, yeah. And uh, you're also a songwriter. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've done that I need to get everything from you because you're not giving yeah, me you, from... Yeah, you sort of sprung that on me. But uh, <laughs> I've done a little bit of that. I'm, I'm, you know, that's something that's on the back burner right now, but I'd like to do some more in the future, yeah. And when you write, what do you write about? Well, it's really anything that inspires me. I, I, uh, I wrote a song earlier in the year. It was about uh, travelling on a train, actually. Um, but it seemed a nice uh, idea, traveling and moving and progressing seems a nice idea, so mm-hmm. it's just whatever theme takes me. Okay. Um, can you relate one really s- a story from China that really um, stood out for you? Uh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about, we're, we're going to sing a song in a moment, and um, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about the song, because, uh, you, you know, when you're traveling in China, or, or if you're living there for any time, everybody has a song in their kit bag, because... At dinner parties, people sometimes expect you to come out and sing a song. And I didn't have this song in my kit bag. I had another one. 
But I heard this song at a dinner party, and I thought, gee, this is a really nice song. Even though I, I didn't quite know the meaning of it, I just it somehow touched my heart. So I remembered the song, and and when it came for us to tour China, we uh, were going to we, we decided let's let's sing this song because it has a sweet uh, poetry to it. It's a it's a very simple song. I don't know too much about it except that. Um, it's a song that everybody knows from their childhood, or or, or from a you know. So it, I didn't know that, but when we went to China and, and we sang the song, the first time people heard it, they just instantly recognised the song and, and connected with it, and it was it was a fantastic uh, breakthrough for us because we we just thought, wow, you know, this audience th- they really recognise this song and they they seem to know it even better than we do. <laughs> I saw it on the internet and it was amazing to see them clapping and getting all excited when they recognize the song. That's right. And and you, you, you need to understand that, that as a performer, you, you get your inspiration from the audience in the moment. And when people awaken like that, it just awakens us as well as, as performers. Wow, beautiful. And Richard? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'd just like to add to what Lyndon said uh, uh, when we were sitting, you know, in front of sometimes, you know, hundreds, up to 800 people in the audience in China, and uh, of course, the first time it happened uh, unexpectedly, and after the first line of the song, everybody broke into clapping and cheering. So, um, I suppose I just have to request to all those listeners at home today on the radio that to clap, not to break that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, to uh, to make sure that after the first line of the song, to all clap. Excellent. So I, I let you go because um, you're the, one of the two performers of the song, and I will read um, um, a few lines of the song just for you to understand the meaning. I don't have the fragrance of a flower, nor the height of a tree. I'm just a blade of grass, known of no one. But I never get lonely, never get worried. See all my companions spreading to the four corners of the world. Spring breeze, bloomy green, sunshine, shine on me. Rivers and land, you nourish me. Please, Mother Earth, hold me in your embrace. I leave you with music of joy.
music of joy. To learn more about Sarja Yoga, you go to freemeditation.com.au freemeditation.com.au or call 1-300-722-252 Sorry, it's 724-252 um, All our programs are free of charge So I um, hope you have a good day and thank you for listening. Goodbye <laughs>